This is the Free Body Podcast, a podcast for everybody. I'm Peyton, your host. Today's episode is the third in our bonus episode series regarding reproductive justice. We're sharing women's healthcare experiences as we face a world without the federal protection of abortion rights in America. Last week, I met with my dear friend and fellow actress, Marinda Anderson, who back in 2020 shared her fertility journey of getting her eggs frozen in a daily video series on her Instagram account, at Marinda Anderson. If you're curious, you should definitely check the videos out. They're still up. And in our talk today, we interlace her personal experience through the lens of today's America and how the overturning of Roe v. Wade could be affecting fertility treatments all over the country. This is a part of the discussion that hasn't really been talked about very much, so I'm so grateful and so happy to have Miranda on today to share her perspective on everything going on. This is Miranda. So November 2020, mm -hmm. you went through your uh, egg freezing yes. procedure, yes. and you had really, really... Um, helpful videos about it on Instagram. I learned so much and it reminded me, you know, this is something I've been really wanting to do, egg freezing. I recently just had my own little checkup and stuff and I'm starting that journey. So I'm really grateful and glad to get to talk to you about your experience. Um, so let's just start with, I guess, what what was the first sort of, when did you know that you wanted to, to freeze your eggs? When did that, and how did that all kind of come up for you? Well, for me, it came up. So in... Because I always say the world ended like March 13th, 2020. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> we all kind of felt like New York kind of made a decision to like pause. Yeah. And so I also knew that my mother had, there had been a mass that was found on her pancreas. Gotcha. We did not know at the time. I had a feeling, but literally that day I went home on the 13th and found out it was stage four pancreatic cancer. She unfortunately passed away in May mm -hmm. of 2020. And it was around that time, I think just part of my grief, I just wanted something to nurture yeah. and something, someone to take care of. And also we had so much time on our hands. I was like, <laughs> I wish I had a baby. This is when, this is when you have a baby. Right, right. Have all the time. Yeah. You don't need childcare. Yeah. And um, I also didn't have a partner at the time um, or anything like that. So... I just started to think of the future and like I always imagined my mom being there, yeah. you know, and so it just made me think about her more and think about the future and I'm like, I do want to have kids, what what can I do? So I just like, oh, maybe I can try to do the egg freezing. I hadn't even, I had kind of thought about it before, but it always seemed like the money I just didn't have, it wasn't yeah. a thing. Truly, so it's a pricey thing. To it's a pricey to. thing, yeah. but I had been blessed at the time, and you as all, you as well, mm -hmm. <laughs> have been. We were featured on a commercial. Same How, commercial. Same commercial. If you're not taking care of your gums. You're not taking care of your mouth. Smile. Crest has you covered. Shout out Crest. Woo! Woo! Crest sponsored my eggs. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, that's the same with me, actually. Yeah. Totally. Thanks, so, Crest. Thanks, Crest. Crest is really, look, I mm -hmm. use Crest to this day. So I'm very grateful for my Crest baby. Truly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But I was like, oh, I actually have the money right now. I can maybe do this. And um, I just started researching and researching more and made the decision to start the process. And it felt like it just went downhill. Oh no, okay, all right, let's get into that. So, <laughs> so, so let's start with like, so when you went in to see your doctor for the first time, did you see different doctors? I have this vague yeah. memory. Yeah, you changed doctors. So let's talk yeah. about what happened there. What, what, what was that experience? So I started in Memphis, Tennessee, where I'm from, where my family is currently. So I was there for the pandemic, caring for my mother, and my mother passed away. I st stuck around, it was still like, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. And I wanted to be there for my father as well. So um, I started the process. Um, it was around, oh, I think also I hit a birthday. I hit another birthday. Uh -huh. It was like, all of it was like May, and then my birthday's in July. And so yeah. we just started to, you just start to, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I then think I started the, uh, I made the first call in August. Okay. And so it was a fertility clinic in Memphis. Seemed like a really nice, reputable one. Um, I started the process there. So the first day you get there, they are like, okay. And 
take off your clothes and <laughs> there's a wand mm-hmm. and they stick it up there yep. and they start looking for follicles. Yeah. That's the first thing they do. It's the trippiest thing. <clears throat> like Very. seeing that live like that. Very. It was wild. Very. Um, I was like, oh, okay. You can see what's happening. <laughs> and so I, I just had no idea. At the, I, had, I had no idea about any any of it. Yeah. I didn't know anything. I was yeah. just like, oh, freeze my eggs. A girlfriend of mine, when once I started the process, she's like, Miranda, I thought you could just go to the do- office one day and say, hey, can you get some eggs today? <laughs> like, she th- I thought it was that, that, I'm like, girl. God, if only it was like that. <sighs> exactly. And I, and the thing is, I had no one I knew. I had no black women around me yeah. that, I, I knew of some who had done it through, a, I had heard, but yeah. I didn't feel comfortable being yeah. like, hey. I heard through maybe somebody you right. had done this. It's a very private thing to talk very, about, you know. Very. Yeah, um, so I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. So I was really going in very like green about the whole thing. Yeah. And um, I usually, as a black woman, try to have black providers. Yeah. Um, hopefully, black women. If I, you know, I have access to them. Right. Um, there was none in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I had this one doctor. I, there was one woman on the staff, but I could not get an appointment with her. So I got an appointment with this other guy, and um, you know, they the tech did the wand thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You gonna tell me anything?" And she's like, "Okay, the doctor will be with you." La la la. Oh, weird. So she like showed you, like looked at it before the doctor was in the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she didn't say That's anything. That's the first thing, literally, I, I think I did. Okay. I think I think um, a, a, a nurse might have come in and talked to me at first. Like, yeah. Why are you here? Okay. And then okay. they start to ask you all the questions and remind you that you're single and yeah. do you yeah. sperm? All those lines on the forms <laughs> you have to sign. It's like, spouse's name. It's like, nope, N-A. Not married. No, no, no. Do I need sperm? Well, not at this time. Not at this time. Do I? I don't know. You tell me. Why do I? What's happening? Yeah, and wild. it was so many questions. I wasn't even I wasn't yeah. prepared pre- prepared for that. Um, but then after that, I think she was like, "Okay," and go into this other room, and it's a dark room, and you know the image comes up, and you're just like breathing. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and they're like, "Okay, the doctor will be with you." So I got dressed and went to the um, this small office, and we had to distance. I just remember us being on like the furthest. And it wasn't a big room, but on yeah. the furthest walls away from each other with masks on. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. right. <clears throat> the COVID of it all. And it was the COVID of it all. Yeah. Like, very covid times. And the doctor was just like, okay, so I can't even see your right ovary. It has cysts, so it's blocking the ovary, so I can't see anything. So Ooh. you're going to need to come back. Um, I don't know what it is. I was like. And God. <laughs> I was just behind a mask. I just didn't understand what was happening. I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, it's assistance blocking. I don't know. We'll see if it goes away. If not, we might need to send you to like an oncologist. And Jesus. I like it's just started crying. Yeah. And I was grateful. I was so far away from him yeah. that he probably couldn't tell that there were tears streaming Ugh. down and like going into my mask. But just to have my mom just die of cancer and to feel like, I just want to have maybe a baby one day. Yeah. Um, and now you're... Yeah. Oh, that, God. That's like tra- that's like tra- traumatic to me. That sounds very traumatic to me. So traumatic. So I wasn't... I... I um, he's like, you'll just have to come back and did, we'll look did at Did he it have again. any kind of like... Bedside? Yeah. No. Doesn't sound like it. None. So funny. It just felt... He's like, yeah, I can't see anything. So, yeah. It just felt very... I was like, I don't... Uh, and I, and when you receive information like that, you know, it felt like just everything went out of the air, went out yeah, of the room. Yeah. And I couldn't even think of questions to ask. Right. I didn't even know what I should be asking right now. Right, I'm right. just trying to understand what you're saying. Yeah. So then I went home. I think I just Googled, like, how to get rid of cysts, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're over, yeah. And yeah. what they are and, and what are cysts. And some are hemorrhagic and mean nothing. And then some are, which are blood-filled mm-hmm, cysts. Mm-hmm. And then some that could be um, cancerous. And they're just different types. Yeah. And he didn't go into any of that. So this was all me on the computer trying to figure it out. That's unreal, man. So, um... <sighs> that had that. And then I think I went back. And he's like, well, now it... He said... <laughs> He, the results then, when he called me back, was like, well, it looks weird. Now it looks weird. Maybe I should send you to an office. I'm going to need this doctor's name after we're done. <laughs> I need to know who I this is. I feel like is. I've even blocked it out. I might easily find it, but I think I blocked it out because I was just That's so... unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. 
And by this time, so it's August, I guess maybe it's September because he's like come back in like six weeks maybe. Okay. And um, so now he's saying it looks weird. And he's like, so let's give it a little more time and come back in. So I think I went back in and I got on the table and he was doing the procedure this time. Okay. Yeah, he was using, doing the wand, the wand and going up there. And he's like, how are you today? And I was like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> I just feel like I was like, I he's like, okay. I was like, I'm just like, you told me I had sis and I just don't know. And yeah. he's like, he's like, okay, okay, okay. And he like was so gentle after that moment. And okay. he was like, okay, it's going to be all right. And then he's like, went up there. He's like, they're gone. They're gone. Oh my it's God. It's like, you know, he's like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I, I don't even see it. Your, your, your uterus looks great. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like all this. And I was just like weeping like <laughs> with my legs open. This man down here. I was just like, oh my God. So it was, oh I was relieved because my little Google findings worked, I guess. I like was drinking molasses and beet juice and like apple cider vinegar in the morning. Yep, and yep. like. You know, mm-hmm. homeopathic care. Let's do exactly. It. Yeah. I was just doing whatever I could. Yeah. So that did indicate that they were most likely hemorrhagic cysts. Okay. After that, then he was like, "Okay," and I think I might have gone back in for an HSG test, and that's when they like fill your uterus. Have oh, you done that? No, I have not. I think with fluid, just to see how if your uterus will be able to hold, which I'd like to see. Oh wow! The shape of your uterus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did that, and that came out fine. Okay. And that, then I hit October, and I booked a commercial in New York. Oh. And so I just kind of was like, oh, this was kind of my way to go back to New York. Yeah. I hadn't quite figured out when I was going to do it. I was just kind of, you know, and their auditions had started, obviously. Yeah. So I just kind of took that opportunity. I was like, Dad, I love you. I'm out. And I <laughs> came back to New York. And so I was actually... I had already, oh, I had talked to my therapist throughout this process, and Uh she was like, maybe you need to transition. We were already thinking, like, maybe I should transition this whole thing to New York. Yeah. If it's your home base. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just wanted, sometimes I get impatient, so I just wanted to start the process. But, I, you know, it was good to have that, the my chart, and be able to just transfer. So I transferred it to a black female endocrinologist also yes um doctor here in new york and so do you want to say where where the doc where you went oh yeah columbia dr rachel mcconnell columbia yeah nice so and it was a totally different experience actually my therapist had recommended her because she had also used her as well which i found out through that process my therapist had gone through this process as well beautiful yeah it was really (laughs) she's like i have someone and like let's let's talk with her that's so nice so it was a totally different experience i think actually might have had my first um telehealth with her in memphis oh i already felt better and she's like okay she's like so why is the doctor doing that like uh-huh. I did, she's like, you don't need an SHG yeah. if you're not having a baby right now. That's maybe why I didn't get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're not, she's like, why is, why is he doing that? She's like, okay. She's like, now sis, she's like, do you know there are all kinds of types of sis? And so she just uh, automatically, she just made me feel so much better. She yeah. just was communicating everything to yeah. me. And I was just so grateful. So I was like, you're it. So then moved. So October that happened. I got back to New York. And then uh, we started in November. Yes. And the whole process began with all the, the hormones and the shots. Exactly. And the, exactly. And it's like two, was it two weeks of, of that? How my my day, was? mine was 11 days. 11 days. Okay, yes. It that, depends on yeah. your cycle, usually how long your, the cycle, uh, the, egg, the, the medication cycle will be as well okay gotcha yeah 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 so um yeah we got that ball rolling and that's when I decided to share I was like I I don't know anybody else going through this um I have time hello friends I wanted to share something because only because I hope that it can help someone or inform some women um and maybe some people can help me um I am about to embark on a fertility journey down the alarm this is um, and this is when I'm like oh this is when I like social media when I can like yes. share something useful rather than like look at me today and right. like, <laughs> look at my juice I just drank oh my Wait god I'm healthy today <laughs> like oh god okay great uh, so I was like maybe I can help um especially black women I didn't yeah. know any black women yeah. who had done it I was just like let me share and it was kind of it started to get 
there were days I was like, oh, shoot, why did I start this? But I had already like gone in. I was doing it day by day. I was you like, were. It was in the moment. Really beautifully vulnerable and like, I mean, I so appreciate it, but I can't imagine it was always easy to do. Oh, like, no, it, it, no, it yeah. wasn't. There were days I was just like, I, when I realized I wouldn't have, I don't know, again, it's going into it so green. Yeah. It wasn't until like almost, three days uh, left of the of my cycle that I realized, still learning, like, you know, the doctor called me. She's like, so right now we have three follicles. And I was like, okay, cool. She's like, so that means we'll pro- most likely, hopefully get three eggs. And I was yeah. like, what? I thought right. many eggs came right. out of a follicle. Right, right. right. Not true. Yeah. One egg per follicle. So that day was really sad. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, this is part of your process. This is part of your journey. I'm going to still share because then to come to find out so many people reached out to me who had done it and who hadn't gotten anything. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, this is, and you don't know women don't, you don't know why some have more eggs. You can be the same age. Some I did. And I found a friend in the process. Um, who one of my good girlfriends who was doing it? So we were like literally shooting, doing um, the shots, the together. shots together on Facetime at night. <laughs> oh, but she that. got like twenty eggs. Wow! You know yeah, we're probably two or three eight uh, years apart. Right. But right. she had a totally different experience. So no one quite yeah. knows. There's so still so much unknown when yeah. it comes to women's bodies it's very mysterious and i'm like we've we've been around for a long time with the technology we have and they're just yeah it's always it's very interesting to think about how our medicines and Mm -hmm. our procedures and everything were so seriously lacking in in women's health care and and how our bodies work and to the point where like i mean we'll get into this later but like all these bills being written up all this legislation doesn't have any like anything there's nothing scientific in these bills like they're actually are right, contrary to right, the science right right um, right so it's extremely frustrating yeah, and it's yeah. like enough people don't know this and we don't you know we don't i don't i don't talk, i haven't talked to a lot of women about this stuff up until mm-hmm. recently you mm-hmm. know because of this podcast honestly yeah um sure. but it's so important like it yeah. really is and and it's and it's a big it's a really big gift to mm-hmm. give i think other women who are in your position just like you and like yeah. hadn't had any of this information yeah and yeah. especially as someone who's like going through the process too because mm-hmm. that's like a whole different it's more, much more personal and you actually for me listening to you talk about it was it was the realization of how much more it can the cost of doing it mm-hmm. like it's not just a wham bam thank no. you ma'am like in and out thing. it's emotionally it's, yeah. um very expensive it's financially very expensive it's it's yeah, it's a lot. It's a long process. I wish you could go into the doctor and be like, can you just get a few eggs today? Yeah. Put them on ice? <laughs> like, not at all. Yeah, yeah. And so much we're not even taught about our bodies in school. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember learning that part about the follicles and eggs. I don't no, remember that part. No, they just told us where we're going to bleed. Yeah. They they said they point on the doll. It's like, it comes from here. Um, you have this thing called a womb yeah. and there's some ovaries. I don't even know when I really first learned about the cervix. I don't know if I got that in high school. Maybe I think once. I only knew that because of sex ed. Yeah, maybe. right. And like even then, I'm like, did they talk about my cervix? I'm no, like, they just talked about don't do it for yeah. me. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Say no to drugs and sex. <laughs> exactly. Well, I also went to Episcopal school in Tennessee, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's so, it's. It's yeah, it's frustrating all around, especially with what's happening now. Yeah. Um, just the disregard for the magic of a woman to be able to create life. Seriously. Like, how this like, is the thing. This is the thing. How do you like you're jealous? <laughs> That's what it is. I literally said this exact thing so to jealous. my to my healer the other day. I was like What's the thing that Freud says? Like penis envy or whatever? Uh, There's not penis envy. That's the biggest BS I've ever heard. Yeah. Womb envy. Womb envy 100%. We can actually, we actually, hey, got world, <laughs> we create the life. Yeah. We do it. We do it. Us you people can. with uteruses do it. Y'all don't. You you fertilize my egg. That's, right. That's your contribution. Yeah. And then I will make the life happen. And right. like, and you shut up. You, you shut, shut up. your mouth. You shut like up. You have nothing to do with it beyond that point. I'm so sorry, but you you can 
father the child if you're available, maybe. maybe. But like, if it's on to. us, right? It's exactly. like, it's on us. It's our bodies. It's yeah. literally our body, our choice. Yeah. I don't understand. And I just, like, I think of the, you know, that so much of this stuff is rooted in Christian religion and I guess Catholicism too. And it's just, um, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And it, what does make sense to me is it was men that wrote the Bible. It was men that wrote a lot of these texts mm-hmm. that are flipping it so that the creator, like God is suddenly now a man. Yes. And it's just a really blatant, yeah. like that's literally the opposite of what is in reality. Like, sorry, but like in the world that we're walking in, in these bodies and this life experience we're having, women make the life. Women literally make the life. And they, that freaks them out. They can't handle us having the the power, honestly, of like whether or not life happens. It's our choice. It is. And this is like that grasping of like, oh, the last semblance of control, like and power. And it's sad. It's so sad. Because like you said, women are magical and like powerful. Yes. Bodies with uteruses that can produce life, that is magical. Magic. And just sure. even go- doing the egg freezing thing and looking at my follicles was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, how incredible is this body? It's incredible. And it's literally a miracle of life. Yeah. It is really a miracle, the timing of everything yeah. that has to happen mm-hmm. in order for you to have a baby. Yeah, a lot has and to go come right. to right and come to turn. A lot has to go right. Yeah, it is truly a miracle, and that is our that is our gift. That is our power. And yeah, you jealous. Mm-hmm. And uh, you wouldn't even be able to do it if you could. Right. <laughs> right. Like you couldn't handle that. I couldn't. I couldn't. And then you know what? That's okay. <clears throat> you all have your own lane and do your thing. Yeah, this is our lane. <laughs> yeah, yes, go this be good at lane. that. But like, leave me alone. Yeah. Just stay out of my vagina. Thank you. And my womb. Thank you. Sorry. And I'm gonna take a little sip of my water. (laughs) So during those eleven days, and after, Mm -hmm. and after you found, did you end up getting three eggs total by the end of it, or was there more? Um, No. So what I so she called me. She told me three um, follicles, and so I was just like, oh my god, that's not at all. I'm thinking I'll get 15 eggs or something. And so I was super, super disappointed at that number. And I I think I cried in the video even about it because I was just like, and what, and you know, you're pumped full of hormones. Mm -hmm. It's just so much. And so many people are so kind. And one um, man who was uh, going through it with his wife reached out. He's like, look, it's about uh, quality, not quantity. And I was like, from a man. I know. That's really lovely. He was so, he was. I mean, like so many people responded to it. I was like, I was just so grateful because that was what I, that's why I just wanted to share like, hey, you're not alone. And I'd love to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, so I was like, yeah. So I just focused on them being good because the thing is you can um, retrieve a lot of eggs and none of them be viable. Right. Right. right? And, And even the eggs have to go through many phases, like even the freezing and then they got a thaw and then the embryo it's a lot even there's a a lot of steps yeah yeah so they really usually want 15 that is their magic number right because out of that you can maybe get two or three right good embryos but you never know so she told me three i did the procedure it was very fast and they saw the cyst and they you know drained the cyst while they were there great so they were like they were just you know hemorrhagic cysts so nothing to worry about there which is good news and they were like you we got all three and they're all i found that they were all viable yay so they were all good eggs so i was like thank god the three i got were good that's great so i called them the trinity love it and my girls are guys girl i don't know i don't know why i think they're girls because i don't know my mom was one of a three sisters oh okay. yeah well, so i don't know feminine but, energy coming from i know ex, feminine you know, just, well, it's a feminine on, yeah just, divine yeah, feminine divine feminine <laughs> um so you know they're being they're frozen and yeah, getting nitrogen out. every day is what the doctor told me i was like where <laughs> how are they I had a follow-up and i was like how are they? Yeah. Where are they? Like, <laughs> can I get a picture? I really want a picture. Yeah. Um, she's like, well, they get a little nitrogen every day, and they're just sitting <laughs> up in Upper West Side. Yeah. In Colombia, they keep them up in the. Yeah, like, they're yeah. yeah they're in or oh, no 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 they're not 
No, they are. They yeah. are. They are. And that was one thing somebody told me too, who had done. People started to reach out and like tell me more if, they, if I had questions for them as well. Oh wow! And they were like, one thing to ask is like where you're they're stored because you think you're doing it in New York and they might be stored in Missouri. Right. We can't have that, especially right now. That can't be happening right now. Not in Missouri. (laughs) Well, we're going to get to that. Exactly. Exactly. So um, she's like, I kind of was troubled by that. She's like, I didn't know. I thought they were going to be near me. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, So it's a lot of things to do. I'm like, also like, what happens if we get a power outage? Right. You know? Right. But they have generators and things like that. Mm -hmm. She said they would be okay. So, <sighs> so much to learn. There's yeah. just so much to learn. Yeah. Um, and, and the minute we had a follow-up, she's like, so we got to do another round. Right. Right. And I was like, girl. How did that land on you, hearing that? <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Right now? Did she, when did she ask? Like, right after you? Yeah, it's a follow-up. She's like, so yeah. let's go again. Yeah. She's like, so we need another round. Got to get 15. Magic number 15. I was like, you got 15 or egg money? <laughs> Who's doing that? I was so spent in many ways. I mean, from in all that. the ways, yeah. Strapped cash, financially, but also emotionally. Right. Your Still body, the pandemic. physically, physically. Yeah. And it really hit me, like all the hormones, all of that, really hit me after. I was yeah. pretty good throughout it, and then I guess like all of it coming out of my body. I also had a great acupuncturist at the time, but I didn't get That's to great. see her prior I kind of really came back to New York and, and really right went ground. back in yeah so we only had a few sessions before but I've been seeing her more consistently because I have been thinking about doing it again that's great but so she we've been working together and you know we've been talking and I'm you know I actually spoke to my doctor today because yes. I went, actually spoke to her in February um and I was just like you know I'm thinking about doing it again and I went in for the ultrasound and they saw cysts again Ugh. And, you know, it was the kind of same thing. And I just, I got, I don't know. I said, oh, every time, it's just like every time somebody Something. goes down there yeah. with the wand, I yeah. just feel always very disappointed about what's happening. Because yeah. it's so weird. I don't feel it. Right. right. I don't feel it. I don't feel like anything's wrong. Yeah. And she's like, look, she's like, I'm not, she's not, I'm not worried about the sis. Yeah. She's like, but come back in. Um, no, no. At that time, no, in February, I just kind of like dropped the ball and like distracted myself. And I think I was in a show and. Kept oh, yeah, you were in a show, weren't you? I was also in a show. <laughs> yes, yeah. you were. It was great. It was great. Good fun. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, ah, let me table that. And yeah. so I actually talked to her again today, and I was like, look, I know I kind of dropped the ball. Well, she's like, look. She's probably used to it. I'm probably. sure you're not the only person probably. who is. Yeah. Probably. But she's just like, you know, I was like, if I'm not going to get a lot of eggs, I don't know if I want to make this commitment again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know also... Yeah, we'll talk about that. But there's like, I my insurance, I'm currently on SAG. Yeah. I don't get nothing. Nothing. I got the consultation. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, the consultation I had was, I think, 90% covered. Okay. And plus okay. a copay. Okay. And now nothing. Literally nothing. no coverage for anything. Nothing. It's crazy. And there are a lot of, um, there are a lot of more insurance companies, it feels like even since I started, that are. That are covering that it? That are covering it. I mean, they keep, when I went in, I went to Shady Grove in Brooklyn um, and they were like, like they're like working really hard to pressure the insurance companies yes. to, and they say it's getting better. So I don't know what the hell it's taking SAG so long because as actors, like that, I feel literally like we're the people who are like, we need to be able to freeze our eggs. Yeah, we need to be able to plan. Yeah, it's just there's so much variability in careers and and when we can have kids. Exactly, it's tough. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I don't understand why they don't do that. It drives me a little crazy. That's that drives me really crazy. But there are payment plans or something like they have a whole financial consultant person that oh, works there okay. that like and they have different I think things you can apply for to help get coverage. So okay. they work with you, I guess. That's but, good. Which is good, good to know. Yeah. In I, Columbia, they like. We'll take that check. Um, <laughs> we'll take full. cash, actually. Cash no. only. Venmo. Yeah. 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 It's and, and that price has gone up, too. And I was like, oh, my God. Jesus. So I was like, can y'all put my old eggs with my Does uh, this... my new eggs with my old eggs? Can they share a space? Can, can they? they share a room? Yeah. Can't they? I think so. But I, I, I think so. I, I've asked this and. The she... answer has to be, come on. I think that's gotta can. be yes. There's not like there's only three little beds for them. Like it's probably a whole room. Yeah, put them. All they in have the space room. in there. Can it be roomies? Yeah, especially if it's the same cost to freeze like three eggs 
versus, versus 20 15 or something. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. it is the same. It's the so, same. It's the same. I feel like, yeah. Anyway. I would um, think so. So you're thinking you're going to start it again-ish soon? That's what you're deciding right now? I'm deciding right now okay. because she was just like, she's like, I don't know. She was like, last time we saw two on the two follicles on the right and we couldn't see the left because they're it's cysts. Right. So now I'm like, look, if I, if I can't get more, if we don't think I can get more than three, I don't know if I would do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause it's at this a, time. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a, it's a big, it's a big cost. And so she's like, look, come back in. Let's look at it again. See where you are. And she's like, the thing is, I was like, but do you think I could get like five now? Even though right. I, you only saw, it. she's like, yes, every cycle is it's different. different. Right. She's like, so we could, we could totally, you, we could see nine. Yeah. It's wild that it's like, I know. that it differs so much between sex. Cause like when I went in, I think I had a total of, I think I had a total of 15 follicles. Nice. But one side, it was fascinating. They showed me one side and all those little dots and mm-hmm. follicles on one side. And then on the other ovary, I was ovulating. So there was this one huge hole. Instead of a whole bunch of little holes, there was just oh, one big one that because was the it one had that released the from. egg already oh. or whatever. Wild sci-fi shit. Very wild. So cool. So, but but then, you know, my yeah. next cycle, there's no way to know if I'm going to get like 13, 15 follicles again or five or three or whatever exactly so that's frustrating because i would pick based on that it's like well if we know this is a cycle that i get 15 follicles yeah then let's do it but you can't you don't know until you're already going through the process how many you have exactly exactly in my cycle my cycle is it just happens to line up with our phone call so she's like okay day one call me we'll usually they want to see you around that time because right. that's when things are active and moving around thing. yeah so you can get a good <laughs> sense of what's yeah. going on yeah yeah so that's will be my next step and from that from what we see i think i'll just kind of make the decision okay and just be at peace with the trinity yeah. it's i can still conceive naturally yeah if that's you know something i want yeah um but yeah. so we'll see it's like having a little backup plan there, yeah you know, ready yeah. to go when you're ready for it right and that's the thing, like, everybody's like, oh, do you feel so much better now? And I'm like, funny enough, I didn't. I felt yeah. like, because she was like, we need more. Right. I just felt more stressed that I didn't have enough. Right, right. And I just got to, I'm just, you know. Yeah. Let yeah. the universe, that's like, the just thing. let it all happen as it should. It's I, all about I flow. I mean, that's yeah. why I think acupuncture is so good on so many levels. Because yeah. it's almost like the flow, we know, like, I think you and I agree, like, going with the flow of the universe and trusting the universe is sort of something we both understand and agree Mm -hmm. and i think that acupuncture is kind of a way of influencing your body to be like that because we can think in our heads like we can trust 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 but our bodies might not be on that level we might still be carrying like that fear which is like a stuckness in the body yeah and acupuncture really does help like release this stuff somatically through your body so that you're not you know um your body's not constricted it's able to expand instead and like be soft and flow and exactly all that stuff so i'm glad you're trying to do that do it so when the when roe v wade was first getting like we saw the alito opinion had leaked i was you know doing my research online and i came across a couple articles that were talking about like how this affects how this would affect ivf Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I immediately was like, oh, flags went up. And I was like, this is going to be, um, this is another thing that will have implications beyond, I think, what people even realize when it comes to overturning Roe v. Wade and what abortion is and how it's used and all that stuff um, as healthcare, like what that really means. And so uh, as I was reading about basically what you were talking about before, how you take as many eggs as you can, you make the embryos that you can in the hopes that maybe a few of them are viable, right? And not every one of them is gonna be viable necessarily. So even if you have five embryos, if you're doing a cycle of IVF, you have five viable embryos and you implant like one, Mm -hmm. right? And that one works and you have a baby, hooray. Mm -hmm. If you know that you're not gonna have any more babies, then you would, those other embryos would be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, And according to certain laws, like I believe in Louisiana and this Forbes Health article I read, which I will cite at the end of the, in the show notes. Um, I was talking about Louisiana um, and the personhood laws, how we're writing what personhood is into the laws, including embryos. So mm-hmm. basically we wouldn't be able to 
destroy embryos anymore. So mm-hmm. then that would mean that we'd have to make less embryos, which means you're less likely to have viable embryos because you're just doing, you're creating less options, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like the number just gets lower and lower. And then we, as you and I mentioned in the pre-interview before this, um, that if you are doing IVF specifically because you're trying to avoid passing down genetic disorders that you know are um, uh, in your family, you can test your embryos to see if they have that genetic disorder, and then you can choose whether or not to have that embryo become a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and this law would basically mean the, this being overturned in certain states means that you wouldn't be able, you would have to have the baby anyway. You would have to put that, you would have to implant the embryo so that it would then grow into what would later be called a baby, into a fetus and then into a baby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the thing that just worries me the most about all of this is we have so many people writing these laws that literally have no idea <laughs> how any of this works. <laughs> and like None this stage, like embryo to fetus to baby. And um, so, yeah, I just, I would love to talk with you about what's coming up for you around this stuff and especially when we think of IVF and the future of like if you and I have frozen eggs and we are going to go through IVF um and I know we both live in New York State right now but honestly like I don't feel like that's super uh guaranteed either I think you don't personally I mean I don't want to be too dark uh you know storm cloud on the horizon but the fact that they came out with that overturning um, the gun laws in New York Ooh. for the last hundred years that we've yes. had, and it basically made it so that no states can regulate guns, yeah. um, it takes away states' rights. And then in the same breath, the next day, they overturn Roe v. Wade and quote-unquote return the power to the states for that. But the way I see it and how that was laid out to me says, if they can do that with guns, what is to stop them from making abortion illegal in all states if they're able to say like if they start defining personhood if these christians who are (laughs) who are writing these laws um are able to write that personhood starts at conception or personhood begins at an embryo stage then every single state wouldn't be able to use abortion like we could get there i i do see a, a line for that um which is really scary because, you know, I think a lot of us in certain blue states feel like there was a little bit of a sense of like, oh, okay, well, I have some privilege here because I'm in a blue state. Right. And we do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know how long that's actually going to last. Like, I think we actually have to be thinking a lot wider. Um, but hopefully right now, getting into the good trouble that I know a lot of people out there are doing already, um, we will be setting up networks to be able to take care of each other, even though the laws may not be doing that for us. We can't, you know, the government's not going to come save us. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's sort of what, as I was researching this and thinking about IVF and this egg freezing that I'm potentially doing later this year, maybe it's also really hard to figure out like when to do it. Cause it kind of takes you out of commission for almost two weeks. Yeah. Just yeah. cause you're yeah, so, I would say to so put much. two weeks aside if you can. Yeah. And it's just, it's when your period starts, right. You know, and depending if you're regular, irregular, whatever. Right. Right. It's demanding. Yeah. Of you. So it's like day one, you're, Oh, we're here. Yeah. And like started. as an, as an actor, we have like <clears throat> maybe two weeks in and out of the entire year that we're sort of guaranteed we won't work. Yeah. Kind Kind of. Kind of. Oh, so you're going to do holidays? I think I have okay. to. Like yeah, either, that's the, that is the time. Yeah. Either right before or like right yeah. after maybe. So, no. yeah. It's just because it, it's so stressful Don't on the body on, and emotionally on so many levels. It's like I want to. I know I'm going to want to put, put aside two weeks for yeah. it for sure. And I heard the bloat can be bad for some. That's what yeah, I, I heard have, they told me too. Yeah. I didn't have um, a terrible time with that. But yeah. I also didn't get as many eggs. But I've heard that it's wild what you have to consider and think about with this stuff and i think a lot of people in this world blissfully are unaware of that yeah and i for sure have been one of them i mean there's no like i'm not shaming here to shame anybody i'm here to hopefully you know help educate more of us including myself about this stuff right so um so yeah let me you know whatever (laughs) how are you feeling how are you doing with all this i mean it, it makes me just well I mean, it makes me very sad. Um, I just fear for women. Mm-hmm. And I just see a lot. Abortion's going to continue to happen. It's just not going to be a safe mm-hmm. um, 
and I feel I fear a lot of lives being lost um, and it affects black and brown women um, yep you know like three times more the I think the mortality rate for black women in the country it's, yeah, is three, it's like times three or four more, times yeah, more higher than white um, yeah and you know lower income families and this and that's it's just it just makes me incredibly sad but yeah. I feel like I'm hopeful, but at times I don't know where to, what, what, where I need to go. What do I need to do other than donate and right, right. make a poster? <laughs> this, I always, I've always, when that, when this happens, I always feel very like, okay, what, like, I, I want to, I want to feel the urgency. Yeah. To I do feel something. the urgency to yeah. do something, but I also feel helpless. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's by design, too. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's by design, totally. you know? And I think, especially today, we're so, we've, we're so comfortable in our lives. Like so many of us do have our basic needs met, our basic survival needs met. And so they, they're taking advantage of that. They're, I think they're taking advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that we are comfortable mm-hmm. and, and that we are, like, just on a I'm thinking about like the trauma of COVID and how we have not dealt with that at all Mm -hmm. and that it keeps going and we're just we keep closing our eyes to it and and closing our ears and kind of going la 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 la, I can't hear it I can't hear it yeah and you know (laughs) COVID is still very real it's very real I just had it (laughs) me too I know how real it's going yeah like it's yes we're still in a pandemic and everyone's like oh when the Oh, uh, was that during the pandemic? I'm like, you mean now? Now it's still happening. It's, it's still, still happening. Yeah. This is not under control. Yeah. I mean, yeah. deaths have gone down, yes. Because but... of vaccinations, most likely, also. Right. Like, like thank God that we have some kind of protection, but the protection is starting to dwindle because it's this thing keeps mutating, and like because we're not doing the very basic things to protect each other from it. Like right. it's so we're right. so we've become so individualized. Like in the in the in the yeah, Western culture, it's totally. like highly we're on the spectrum. We're just individualism versus collectivism, and we're just far over there. Totally. Um, and it's all about balance. Like we do, there is a sense of community, and that's like what you were saying about when this stuff comes up. I'm trying to figure out what the hell to do. Like what what actually is the way that I can stay grounded and regulated mm-hmm. and not be overtaken by the sense of danger and urgency yeah because I have lived I have been that like that was kind of the form of my activism for a long time was I really just let it take over my body and I would get burned out and then mm-hmm. I would shame myself for that and it's mm-hmm. like well mm-hmm. we literally have to remember that we're humans and as we're going through this it's such a huge traumatic stressor on our bodies mm-hmm. and our spirits and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like when you say you're taking yeah. away rights from a group of people that, like how it's... I was speaking for, to a friend a friend from France and they're like wait how do nine people decide what happens to millions yeah it's a really good question of women and those with uteruses really and tells them what to uteri whatever yeah. to do with them <laughs> yeah how did how how does that work here? Yeah, and he's like, it's not supposed to work that way. It's not. It's he's not. like, now we would be up in arms. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm like, well, they're you know they're protesting. He's like, no, no, we're everybody's at a, we're at a picnic right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. Yeah, <laughs> and it happened two days ago. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, yeah. and I think that's what you're talking yeah. about. It's like, yeah, we got to either all come together and be and and be at yep. the Supreme Court and yep. on those steps and not going anywhere where yep. they have to change it. Yeah. Or where where is the change happening? Oh, now you know if they don't give you your Miranda rights, you don't. And have, now they not, take away the Miranda rights. You don't have you have no protections. If a cop could come in here right now and just arrest me and just beat me up, yeah. And not. Yeah. I, ha- I can't sue. I yeah. can't now. I can't sue you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not protected. No. And so, so the thing that keeps coming up for me, it's like, how do we protect each other? Yeah. Like, what do we, what do we build or how do we infiltrate to like the system as it is, as it exists to dismantle it from the inside or change it from the inside? Maybe that's possible. I don't know. But I do feel like, 
I feel like we're gonna ha- we're gonna make our own systems. I think it, yeah. it comes to that, and there's gonna be maybe a volatile time where we're figuring out what those systems look like. Yeah, and we have to. We have to because we can't. Like I, I just I. With that, with open carry laws like being a thing in in this in the state now, like that is incredibly frightening. It's terrifying. This is so funny. It's not funny. I took yoga from a friend of mine teaches yoga and she taught in Bryant Park mm-hmm. the other day and I mm-hmm. went and I was like oh this is yeah. so nice I went with my girlfriend you know um, and I go to Warrior One and I go to the other side and there was this guy who was not there before Uh-oh. and he had a backpack and there was something suspicious he didn't have a mat it just like looks like he came from nowhere and I just my mind just started racing yeah. and I felt so vulnerable yeah. in that moment and I'm like he could tell he I just watched him slowly and I saw another woman also she was like, just like him, yeah. what's going on it yeah. just didn't you know and I was like he could pull, he could pull out a weapon right now mm-hmm. and be within his rights even if, if he didn't use it you right. know what I mean right. and I, that like that's insane that's crazy you can go onto a subway yeah I mean with, technically I don't know can if you do can. that they what did I read it's it's that they can I don't think I don't know if they've made any legislation to reflect this yet. This is the thing. Yeah. But they can say that in certain like public areas, like you can't bring you could say weapon free zone on the subway, right. or they can say Bryant Park is a weapon free zone. Like they can do that so mm-hmm. that they just make it more difficult to be able to open carry. Like just literally, on, I'm guessing on the sidewalks and the streets you can, but like in certain buildings, so you certain can. buildings can say they can all. I think yeah. they can do that, and I'm sure like. I'm I'm sure New York is figuring out that right now. I I haven't looked into it. I've been a little distracted with Roe v. Wade, but um, but it's important to know. <laughs> it's like actually really important to know because yeah. you know we live here and I walk on these streets literally every day at all hours of the day and night and uh, and this is like a really important safety hazard and I just don't yeah. understand how in the same breath they can take away the right the state's rights to like just regulate guns like not even outlawing them we just regulated them. Um, but we can't even do that. So yeah, it's infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm always just trying to not get so angry because I don't know how to channel it. Yeah. I don't know how to channel it. Yeah. I don't, I'm Um, working on that too. Very rage, very ragey. Well, you know what, like one of the biggest causes of anger is when your, when your boundaries get violated. That's usually when we feel that emotion, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So it's literally like this collective rage, this, mm-hmm. you know, um, righteous rage that we're all feeling is very much like us feeling the desire and the need to create boundaries for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Literally like, no, you don't get to tell me what I do with my body, yeah, period, full period. stop. And not having that be heard and received by a lot of people in the country is is not only scary, it's just like incredibly disheartening and it's very anti-American. It's very it's anti-American when the 80, what is it, 80%, 84%? Mm-hmm. 80 some, over 80%, yeah. It's for Roe v. Wade yeah. and you decide no? Yeah. That's like, that's not for the people. Right, right. That 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 is what really grinds my gears mm-hmm. is that you can, uh, as a justice, make this choice and go on vacation. Yeah. And they did it on a Friday, like cowards. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like, I don't gotta go. You, and you know, you know, you know the American people aren't happy with it. Yeah. And you can sleep well at night. And they perjured themselves, too. That's they what lied. I'm saying. Can we talk about that? You like, lied. Why aren't we... Can, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. How can we... Yeah. I want them gone. I want <laughs> like, them out. I want them out. I want out. them out. 100%. You're a liar. You, yep. had, you all lied on your confirmation mm-hmm, hearings. Mm-hmm. Like, And a lot of, decent amount of them were appointed by Trump, who looks like he was, you know, trying to create a coup on January 6th, and that's being proven... Very clearly, and so I'm like, so you're illegitimate. If he if he goes to jail, like if we put that man in jail and he we find out he was like a conspirator against take his the, friends you know, with can him. we can can he just yep. take his friends with him? Yeah, take that so much to ask. And two men who are accused of sexual assault. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, oh of course, of course, those <laughs> are on the Supreme Court deciding what a woman could do with their body. Of course. It's just it's it's wild, so and I do disgusting. keep saying women, and I want to be. I want to just make clear, like yes. I am working very. I'm yes. working to make my language more inclusive around yeah. this. I keep saying woman because I am thinking of myself, and I identify as a woman, and this feels very personal. But yeah. I want to acknowledge that anybody that has uterus, anybody that's of birthing age and can have yes. children, 
this is about you and it's also about literally everyone. It like, really is. This if, if you know anyone with a uterus, this affects you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, it affects us all as a society. We all know, like, we have so much information now, more than we ever had about when you oppress women or folks with uteruses, you, your, your society literally gets, like, stifled. Like, your economy mm-hmm, crashes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our workforce is going to take a sh- Like, it's going to be bad for everybody and everything. Yeah. And um, and also, like, your religion has absolutely nothing to do with my life. Sorry. Doesn't Please, have anything to do with stop. me. Doesn't have anything to do with me. It has me. nothing to do with me. Or my fetus or embryo or egg or whatever stage. Absolutely nothing. And if we're going to regulate women's bodies, let's regulate men's bodies. Vasectomies for everyone. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. 100% of pregnancies start with sperm <laughs> getting busy with an egg. Okay. So, like... So, you shut it down. Yeah. That's what I Mic call consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. End of episode. Done. This is your chance, men in the world, actually. Like, make a movement. Maybe, like, look into vasectomies. Completely Get, reversible. And reversible. And You, like, quick. have a day where you're uncomfortable. Quicker than me retrieving eggs. Yeah, you know the shit that we have to put up with the birth control that I've had to be on since I was 16 years old? Oh my God. So much. So take one for the team, guys. Take one for the human human, uh, human race here. Just like... Seriously. Please. So it's all very scary and... uh, and just make sure if you're out there doing your, you know, your IVF thing, or if you have frozen eggs, just make sure you're not, they're not storing them in a, in a state that uh, this, this Roe v. Wade being overturned yeah, may affect. But that. also keep thinking ahead, everybody, because it's not, I don't think it stops here. I really don't think it stops here. So we've got to figure out what we do. Because again, like I've said this on the podcast before, we are born with the rights that we have. The Supreme Court does not grant rights to anybody. The Constitution doesn't grant rights to anybody. It's a piece of paper written by white men who were enslavers. So they had flawed logic. Okay. Pretty flawed logic. That's what their intentions were. That's the thing. And I'm like, why are we even, why aren't we thinking about what we need now? Why aren't we thinking about where we want to go, our evolution? Why are we going back to a time where literally like, there was so much wrong. Like, everything what they were doing was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, like, maybe, you know, we're all equal. But they didn't even mean that. They didn't mean it. They didn't even actually mean it. So, anyway. Three-fifths of a person? Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's... It's a mess. We need to let that go. We need to all these antiquated um, documents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to be able to evolve. You can follow Marinda on Instagram at Marinda Anderson. And for more sources and resources, check out our show notes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share far and wide. Follow our Instagram at Freebody Podcast. And I'll be back with the final episode of season two very soon. Woohoo! But subscribe because I might drop some bonus episodes here and there if the spirit strikes during our hiatus. Who knows? It's likely. But until then, be well.